the Blatcast. A sometimes fast-paced but usually meandering look at the world. Hosted by Christian Blatt, his trusty co-hosts Will Sterling, Jeff DeRay, and sometimes the lovely Zia Anderson, and less occasionally, Lindsay Floyd. And now, here's Christian Blatt. Oh my goodness, thank you for that amazing intro, Farad Muhammad. Yes, indeed, this is the Black Cast, and this is one of those occasions where we are joined by the lovely Lindsay Floyd. Hi. People demanded that you return to the no, Black Cast. Do you remember? You're lying. There's so many tweets. They said, oh, she's cool, but they weren't like demanding me back. No, I'm sure they got uh, enough. I'll I'll find the tweets, but uh, actually here in the studio with us, of course, making his triumphant return to the Black Cast, the one and only Farad Muhammad. Ooh, yeah. That's right. Farad Muhammad, who has been on the Black Cast in North Hollywood, mm-hmm. in Knoxville, Tennessee. That's right. In Chicago. That's correct. And this is your return to Culver City because you were on the Black Cast in Culver City back when we did the radio show here. Yes, yes. Wow. So I only I have done the Black Cast in all those places. Mm-hmm. I don't think I, I don't know. There's some kind of record. I, there's no trophy to give you, but if I had one, I would give it to you. That's fine. Now you just, in addition to you, didn't actually drive all this way. You didn't fly out here to be on the Black Cast, which I'm not going to take too personally, but a little <laughs> bit, a little bit. <laughs> You were just a part of a, a fun show with the Dennis Miller option, which right. uh, people may have heard by now, but probably probably have heard by yeah, now, now yeah. that I think about when, when this will post. So uh, talk a little bit about that and getting to sit in like that. It's not the first time you've done it. It's been a little while. It has been Actually, a while, Actually, is the yeah. first time you sat in on the podcast? Yes. Because you sat on the radio show I a couple times. I did sit on the radio yeah. show, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but it's... it's uh, it was absolutely uh, great to uh, be a part of a of a production with Dennis Miller again. Um, I was uh, as as much before. I was uh, on two episodes, I think, of the Dennis Miller, uh, yeah, the Dennis were, Miller radio show. Well, the, actually, that same Chicago trip, you and Rob Lorich, I think, were both in studio at the the museum. Is it the Museum of Radio or uh, is it the like Museum of Broadcast Communications? Now? Yeah. Now, my understanding about the Museum of Broadcast Communications, which used to be the Radio Hall of Fame, I think. Yeah, it's well, it still sa- has it. Yeah. It's the same thing, mm-hmm. right? So my understanding is that the Radio Hall of Fame, it's uh, pretty much anybody can get in there. And here's the regard that they have for it. When that SNL exhibit was out there, they boxed up the entire Hall of Fame right, pretty and much, replaced yeah. it with that. Yeah, I, 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 Howard Stern talks a lot about the Radio Hall of Fame and how he's apparently in it. <laughs> but is not interested in being in it because it, it's it's not a particularly prestigious institution. Uh, or, so the fact that any museum or any Hall of Fame that can be boxed up and put into storage to be replaced by a 45-year-old TV show, <laughs> uh, I guess. But there are a lot of people that it, it means a lot to them. You know, there's a there's a he's a, he's a New York-based uh, top 40 radio personality, but he's on Sirius XM now, this uh, guy named Kid Kelly. Mm-hmm. He was really really wanted to be in it. He was nominated and he worked really hard to get in and then he won and I, I don't know what it's done for him. Uh, Lindsay Floyd, are you in the Radio Hall of Fame? Yeah, um, first person ever inducted. Really? You were the first one? <laughs> mm-hmm. for I'm a being a, for being a part of For being a part of Loveline. Yeah, exactly. LARPer hmm. is what it says on the statue. It says LARPer? That was my name. <laughs> live action. <laughs> Wait, now. was it because you were a live action role player? It's because I started a podcast called Pretty Oddcast, and that was one of the first events we attended. And then yeah. Psycho Mike and Dr. Drew 
latched on and they thought it was crazy and I was crazy girl who did crazy things and so I was so LARPer a, and then they asked me lots of questions. A guy <laughs> whose nickname is Psycho thought you were crazy. Yeah, I was the crazy <laughs> one. He ran around hotels yeah. naked shitting in the hallway but I was the crazy one. Yeah, but who hasn't? I mean, in all honesty. Me. Uh, I haven't done that since college. Fraud, you're staying at a hotel. Uh, yes. What part of town are you staying in here in Los Angeles? Uh, I'm staying over in Carson. Jesus. All right. <laughs> so, oh, uh, so, yeah. So, yeah, uh, Hotwire did that to you? Yeah. You, yeah. you set the radius for like 40 miles from Hollywood. And they're like, you're in Carson. I saw a concert there. There's a soccer field out there. Uh, I saw Green Day there. In, oh, really? Yikes, 2005. Because I'm old. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I don't know what it's called now. It used to be called the Home Depot Center, right? Oh, the Home Depot Center. Yeah. Is it not called that anymore? No, I don't know. I think it still is. And the LA Galaxy play there. I don't know much about Carson. Oh, I, well, they don't play there anymore. Oh, they don't? Wait. They, the Galaxy doesn't. The Galaxy plays down by USC now, what used to be the sports arena, right? I don't know. I was just there, but I don't remember what it's called. All right. Well, thanks for the input. You're welcome. <laughs> pretty smart like this that. is why people wanted you to come back. Yeah. <laughs> so, a wealth of knowledge. What yes. can I say? No, exactly. Uh, a wealth of laughter. Although, you know what? You laugh a lot during the Dennis Miller option. Uh, very limited laughter here on the Blackcast. Uh, really? So should we, should we step it up? Fraud has an amazing laugh. <laughs> I appreciate oh, it. Oh, my Lord. I'm sorry. Well, I was hoping to get like Fraud. dueling banjos, but dueling laughter. Oh, that's... There's a drink called the dueling banjos. It's really great. At the Roger Room. You should check it out. It's a whiskey Psst. drink. Sorry. <laughs> it's a... It, there you go. Stop dueling. down here. There's an establishment called the Roger Room. Yeah, it's a circus themed bar. Okay. It's great. It's in Lake Hollywood, West Hollywood. Uh, and they've got a whiskey drink called Dueling Banjos. Hmm. Very uh, good. Wealth of knowledge, people. Farad, do you know the colloquial British phrase Rogering? Have you ever heard it? Perhaps maybe from Monty Python or, you know, any maybe even Faulty Towers, it might have popped up. It might have popped up. I probably didn't register it, no. Yeah, it's uh Two men engaged in an act of love, the let's dignity? say. Oh, whoa. That, yeah, so like, that's did I like come the, in on a sodomy the ultimate. Yes, the ultimate act of love is being Rogered. Oh, so the Roger room, I feel like, would you require just, a secret knock. No. You ruined it for me. The LA Galaxy play at the Dignity Health Sports Park. Wow. I'm sorry, the what? The Dignity Health. Sports Park. The Dignity Health Sports Park. That's, that's a very That's LA worse name, than the yeah, Dunkin' Donuts <laughs> Arena in, in It's in, actually in Rhode Carson. <laughs> so that is the venue I'm thinking yeah, of. The Dignity. Yeah, so that's, that's yeah. It's a different name. Yeah, the, Formerly the naming, known as the Home Depot Center, yeah. StubHub Center. That sounded all right. You know, there's only one of those naming rights that I think is good. Uh, the Cincinnati Reds play in a ballpark. It's called the Great American Ballpark. And oh, you're like, oh, that sounds cute. awesome. Great American is a bank chain in the Cincinnati area. So no. if, you, if you're not there, you don't know. You're just like, yeah. oh, that sounds really cool. But that's like kind of... The best naming rights, like Staples Center, sounds stupid. You know, you're just thinking like, oh yeah, so it's the the Office Max Arena, basically. I don't even register it anymore. No, well, yeah, and, and by the way, that's not what you want from your your brand naming. You want it to stick in people's mind, like, oh, Staples Center. You know what? I I do, I do need to buy some floppy disks because I live in 1985. Oh my God, I have to back up my Oregon Trail. Do you have any idea what I'm talking about? I do, yeah. You know, you know Oregon Trail? Yes, I do. Did you ever ford the river? Uh, maybe. Did you die of dysentery? That was so long ago. I'm supposed to that? remember that shit. Okay. I'm 
13 years older than you, and I remember it. So, I'm, Christian, I'm sorry if the highlight of your life was playing the Oregon Trail. Oh, it was. Yeah, pretty That's much. That's not it what really I held on to, though. So so you've lived life. I've lived the life. Uh, Farad, did I you ever die of dysentery? Absolutely. Yeah. Every single time. Yeah. I tried to hunt a bear, and I could yeah. only take 200 pounds back with me yet. Yeah, it's yeah, <laughs> true. It's like, you don't need the whole bear. <laughs> so I, the reason I asked about your hotel, and we went on that tangent, because that's what we do here in the Black Cast, yeah. is uh, I wanted to ask... Have you shit in the hallway of your hotel? Because that ties back to what Lindsay was saying. Yeah. Well, I joked about not doing that since college, but no, I have not. Not I even in college. No, you didn't no, really no. Do Come it. on, not once. Too much so, respect for the col- for the for the hotels there. Yeah, you're no. out here in Los Angeles with your girlfriend, whom yes. I notice is not with you. No, not right now. So two podcasts, one with an Emmy Award winning comedian. Mm-hmm. It, who would not be in studio? That wasn't interesting. <laughs> no. Okay. So what is she doing instead of being here? Uh, swimming at the pool, probably. Ooh, oh I God. wish I was there. I with was going to say, yeah. I, I know Bye, somebody Christian. who would like to be there. Yeah, the she. Uh, how do you feel about swimming at the pool versus going out to the ocean, though? Oh, I love the ocean. I was there yesterday. I left a little I, early. Yeah, <laughs> Lindsay and I drove up to uh, Dennis's house on Monday because we had to film something. Nice. After the show. And uh, the whole drive down, you know, you drive when you drive. It's a beautiful drive uh, mm, along so the 101 pretty. from Santa Barbara back down to L.A. Oh yeah, and she just the ocean was staring at her, and she's yeah. like, and so I kept making fun of her. You sure you don't want to pull over? And you're like, yeah. I didn't bring a bathing suit. I, I didn't. Why didn't you? Because I knew that we had to get that stupid video published that night and the show put together <laughs> that night. Basically, you took over my life for the day. I mean, I drove. So you're, Dennis you're Miller took over my life. <laughs> the first time. <laughs> Uh, we've only gone twice. Oh, you drove once. That's I've, true. So now we're tied. Next time, Farad's going to drive. Okay. Yeah. You fly out just to drive us. Can you pick us up breakfast first? Uh, I did, well, no, I, I did get you a strawberry donut from you Dunkin' did. Donuts. You did, yeah. And yeah. then you picked me up at the church. Yeah, <laughs> well, because I was like, uh, you're like, oh my God, I'm running late. And I was like, it's fine. I was running late. And I'm like, oh. wait, you're carrying a lot of stuff. Should I come get you? And you're like, uh, yeah, I was waiting for that. <laughs> I was hoping. <laughs> and, I was going to block, like, block. I was going to walk two blocks with all that. And equipment. they say there are no gentlemen left, and they're right. There's one. <laughs> they're they're There's gone. Half of one. No. There's two. Farad is right here. I was only talking about you. Yeah, oh, there you clearly. Go. <laughs> so we didn't go to the beach when we were up there, but uh, I, you know, I do like that drive. Uh, I'm glad I don't have to do it every time we record the Dennis Miller option. I thought you were gonna say I'm glad I don't didn't have to do it alone. No, I didn't say that. <laughs> Could have caught up on my podcasts if I, if I had driven up alone. Uh, yes, it was lovely to have someone uh, with me in the car. I even stayed awake for you. I was surprised. <laughs> I tried. I told you some of my most boring stories, and you still didn't fall asleep. I tried to tell you some of the stories that I was basically workshopping for a future installment of the Black Cast, and you still didn't pass out. No. So that's why we're friends. Aww. But we did go... To La Superica Taqueria. Oh, so good. Which is oh, a... Oh, that lady. Well, I'll get to that. Okay, okay, okay. It is, <laughs> of course, a... It is one of Dennis's favorite eateries in the Santa Barbara area. It's about 10 minutes from his house. So, you know, don't go looking for him there. He's only there <laughs> once in a while. Uh, he's more often at Costco getting the samples. Uh, <laughs> I think he, he used to, on the radio show, he used to talk about how he'd like to go on... I forget what day of the week. He used to go on, like, on Thursdays or whatever. And... So it's great, great tacos, and you kept talking about those tacos on the yeah. way back, didn't you? Yeah, they were really good. I liked the uh, the avocado chili sauce ones. Uh, yeah, I liked the guacamole on my pant leg <laughs> from, cool. 
this. <laughs> and look, I don't uh, usually throw around terms like this, uh, oh, except nice. on the black cast. But uh, some dumb broad spilled on my <laughs> pants. Oh, yeah, I th- you thought I was going to use you a stronger use, word than yeah, that. Dumb yeah, dumb broad is fine. She was pretty dumb. I mean, yeah. she was walking so com- like confidently and slowly, yeah. but somehow she managed to just pour a bowl of guacamole all over oh, your leg. And, if, and then look at you like you were the dumb bastard who was sitting there. Yeah. <laughs> if she had tried to pour guacamole on my pant leg, it would not have gone as well as that. It was so perfectly placed just yeah. right down my leg. It looked like mm. a, someone and, just took a diaper and pour, dumped it over oh, on you. And you know what I got from, from her was a, sorry, dude. <laughs> I'm like, all right, clearly we're in Santa Barbara. (laughs) But then I didn't notice this. What did her boyfriend slash life partner do? Was the man who was with her went and got her more guacamole and as he passed you, as he passed you, he pretended to spill a second bowl on you. And I didn't realize that, but you told me in the car. And do you remember do you remember what I what I said I wished I had said to him? No, I forgot. Oh good, I'm glad. Uh, I'd be like, oh, you think that's funny? How funny do you think it'll be if I take a shit on your table? That is such a terrible thing. I can't believe you said that. I remember I was appalled in the car. And, and you, and then we end up spending the next couple of minutes of like, I don't think I'd be able to go on command. I'm like, I, I would like, no, if I was going to shit on somebody's table, I'd have to be planning on doing it. I would have had to, you know, chosen out the right diet. Maybe, maybe had some wheat thins or you know something, some good roughage. Uh, ha- I would not have been able to shit on this guy's table. But oh, it would have, how funny would that have been? And then oh. think about how we would have been banned from. Uh, by the way, you also would have been banned you from my Super Rica Taqueria. Yeah. I would have pretended I didn't know you, and then I would have gotten in the car with you to leave. Well, you would have had to. <laughs> yeah, and we parked right out front too, so they they clearly would have known. But those are fun adventures we have. Yeah, you know, not, no. we won't go into too many specifics. But no, Dennis has worry. a lovely home. You know, it's always nice to get to see up there. And we did film a video because Dennis was nominated for a podcast award. Very and nice. here's the weird thing about the podcast award, Farad. If you're nominated, but you don't record an acceptance speech, <laughs> you forfeit your nomination. <laughs> so you have to record it. Yeah. So we had to go up there. We did, And he was in New York when we got this. So it was like there was really just one day that we could really go up there and do it. Mm-hmm. And we go up there and we we film it. We get a couple of takes. Uh, Lindsay did a good job of uh, making sure it was usable. I like the, the first the fir- I would have used the first one. I would have shot it on my you phone. You know what's and crazy? The- I couldn't get the the fucking footage off the first camera. Oh my god! So gosh. if I had not shot the second video, we wouldn't have had anything. Good wow. thing I made you lug all that equipment to Dunkin' Donuts you didn't and Encino. Make me do anything? <laughs> well, I'm amazing on my own. So should Rod and I leave and you can finish out the rest of the (laughs) podcast? Because I think that would be great, by the way. Even if I leave, though, my laugh would still be reverberating. Yeah, no, no. I mean, we can get it. We can get it on tape. I remember the old radio show at one point we had, for days that Salmon wasn't there, we had on the uh, the 360, the little touch button machine, Mm -hmm. we had Salmon's laugh, but then that like weirded Dennis out to have his laugh there when he wasn't there. So we had it. We also used to have some greatest hits from uh, from our friend Sal that uh, that we wouldn't necessarily play on the air. Just sometimes, just him saying things made oh us laugh. <laughs> I love the 360. I want one of those. Do they for the still show. do they still use 360s yeah. like over in the other studio? I I haven't worked radio in radio in like do. five years. What do I know? Kevin I, and Bean had like has like two and two or three of them. Well, I, I mean, know. look, they've got Kevin and Bean. That's so true. They, Not for long though. 
Uh, Kevin and Bean is a morning show here in Los Angeles that would be out of uh, your realm of uh, comfort, fraud, and also yeah. some of the audience. Uh, they've but they've been on like forever. Forever, mm-hmm. yeah. Bean's they, leaving. They outlived Mark and Brian, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> Mark and Brian. <laughs> they had a TV. Mark and Brian were on forever. I yeah. moved here in two thousand three. Mark and Brian were on for like another ten years. And then I think Mark was on for a little while. And then people were like, no, we're not into it. I think, I don't know if people are always into, like they're like the most successful sports talk radio show in the country was in New York, Mike and the Mad Dog. Mm. And the Mad Dog has his own channel on Sirius now. Mike Francesa does a show that without him. It's insufferable. I can't listen to it. <laughs> the only time I ever hear Mike Francesa by himself is other radio shows who play when people prank called him. Or when he's just so wrong on sports. Somebody called in, this is obviously going back like a month ago, and like, uh, you know, what do you think the odds are of uh, Antonio Brown ending up on the Patriots? He hung up. He was so, this is before we knew about, uh, I don't know what he did. He like, sorry, Lindsay, he like jerked off on a woman's neck or something, you know. I mean, oh my God, I'm so offended. I have to leave. I'm <laughs> calling he's... HR. I've never heard of people to... jerking off before. But on a lady's neck? Oh, my. Never heard of a towel. No, no, she was his towel. (laughs) So, uh, but he did fart for, there's audio of him farting in a doctor's office. So I found that to be likable, but then the allegation's not. So anyway, so this guy, Mike Francesa, like stops the guy who says like, well, he'd be a good fit for the Patriots. And of course he ends up on the Patriots. Mm. But then ultimately, you know what? Mike Francesa gets a last laugh because uh, he wasn't a good fit for the Patriots, apparently. (laughs) So... But anyway, when I think that when popular radio teams break up, uh, that it's not as good. So Kevin and Bean are going to not be together. Who's leaving? Bean? Bean's leaving. He's and, moving to Europe, and, and he's but done. Bean's also like lived in a in a bunker he's in Oregon in, for like. He's in New Orleans. Well, at one point, I he was like terrified of my understanding. He's a strange guy. Yeah, my understanding is that he was terrified of total like nuclear annihilation. So he moved to this town in like Oregon or somewhere where it's like somehow people believe that it's the safest place to be if there's a nuclear war. So you know what? You live an extra oh, 10 that minutes. Oh, bunker that's yeah, built underground? I, this is my understanding. And if it's not right, it's still better for the story. So don't <laughs> disprove me that like, oh, he's he lives in downtown Seattle. But he's like afraid to leave his house. But he was still on a morning show in Los Angeles. Even now, he still is. So he's going to leave and move to Europe. So is it going to be the Kevin and Not Bean show? The Beans Free show? Someone, rumors going around at Entercom, because that's a different company than where we are now, uh, were that they were going to keep the name, but that makes absolutely no sense because Kevin and Bean isn't Kevin and Bean without Bean. What if you have a new guy that you just named Bean? Well, see, they already hired... uh, not Klein. They have some other nasally guy. Kevin on the and show. Klein. Oh, that that sounds like Kevin Klein, <laughs> well, no, the great the, actor the, from the Fish Called Wanda. Klein's there and Wild Wild West. Yes. I was. I couldn't. Wiki recall. Wiki Wild. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> All right. I'll be there though. You'll be there. They'll be. there. Oh, they'll be there, and you'll be probably in a parking lot handing out T-shirts for whatever the morning show is <laughs> at concerts. Oh, but not at the forum. But not at the forum. Yeah, we're banned. Intercom is banned from the forum. Okay. Yeah, I don't right. think that's a secret. But tell mm-hmm. tell Farad about yeah, that. So, about oh, so in addition to producing the Dennis Miller option and uh, being a two-time guest on the Blackcast career highlight, I know uh, <laughs> Lindsay also uh, you'll do promotions work for some of the yeah, local radio so I do, stations. Like, street team stuff yeah. for the local stations. Um, which is mostly like go to an event, tell people how great we are, give them free shit and have them follow us. And yeah. so I do that for extra money. I also freelance produce podcasts on the side. So I'm a busy woman. Nice. Um, Entercom, though, owns local stations like 97.1 Amp Radio, K-Rock, 
Jack FM, and uh, I guess our CEO was talking shit about the CEO of the Forum and of Madison Square Garden, which is a really big oh. company. That's AEG Live. That's yeah. a huge. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a yeah. huge company. Yeah, so they, it's they, almost like saying like that guy from Live Nation's a dipshit. <laughs> yeah, it's not quite that scale, yeah. but not too. Well, kind of, and yeah. and so it got back to him, and and his retaliation was to say, okay. Intercom can't come to our spaces. Spaces, most importantly, the Forum in Los Angeles mm. and Madison Square Gardens in New York. So yeah, so and the Forum in Los Angeles is, I think, the best indoor. It's incredible concert arena that do, I've ever been to. We've done Acoustic Christmas there. That's K Rock's big acoustic rock show. It used to be acoustic, now it's electric entirely. Anyways, we we do that every year. It's been at the Forum. It's a two night event. It's always been at the Forum. I don't know where it will be this year. Well. Mm. I Too bad they can't to... have it at the Gibson Amphitheater because mm-hmm. that's Harry Potter now. That yeah. was a venue that I like. But no, the the forum in Los Angeles for odd, the you know, it's where the Lakers played before two thousand and okay. Clippers played there and the the Kings. But when they redid it, I don't know, it's more than ten years ago now, they did it just for concerts. Yeah. So the okay. sound is great. It's really great. Whereas the sound at Staples Center is garbage. <laughs> Bruce Springsteen <laughs> played there once when it opened and he's never played there again because he hated yeah. the sound so much. Wow. I saw the Rolling Stones uh, 2013. I saw them at Staples and then at the Honda Center in Anaheim like a couple weeks later. Mm. And just this, it was almost the same seats. And I'm like, oh my God, this sounds so much better. Uh, but the forum is, I don't know, it's a great venue, but a radio station not being able to hand out stickers and T-shirts and things. Yeah, no, it, did, it got to the point where um, <clears throat> I guess someone at K-Rock decided it would be cute to send promo people there despite us being off limits. And uh, I guess the security rolled up and they said the next time we're there that we're not supposed to be there. They yeah. will call the police. Oh, like There will be a, a problem. Did they tase you? Um, I, I don't think anyone got tased. I wasn't there. Uh, I have a taser oh. in my car, so I would just taste it back. <laughs> yeah, I kept trying to get. I tra- kept trying to get her to use the taser on me when we went up to uh, when we went up to Dennis's house, but uh, she didn't. I would. I'm bar- just waiting for the right moment, Christian. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> the wrong comment. <laughs> so fraud. You know, we talked about the Radio Hall of Fame. Uh, yes. In general, I, I know that you're. A, a, you're obviously you're a fan of Dennis Miller, mm-hmm. the old radio show. I know that you're a huge fan of Conan O'Brien. Yes. Farad mm. uh, has a distinction about. Not only is he on the short list of people that actually attended a taping of The Tonight Show with Conan O'Brien, which I also attended. Yes. Uh, Dana Carvey was a guest. Oh, but very nice. Yeah, yeah. That was not as as uh, illustrious as your, and we've talked about this before in Black Cats, but I want you to tell Lindsay Certainly. what you did for the, you know, this is a, the short, what, nine-month period where Conan O'Brien hosted The Tonight Show. Right, yes. Yeah. So um, in, like, uh, April of 2009, I was uh, paying attention to what was going on with the upcoming Tonight Show with Conan O'Brien and I saw that they were they were going to be giving away tickets to the show for the first few weeks of the show, and so I sent in my name and address and stuff, and I got a ticket for the very first episode on June first, twenty oh nine. I thought, okay, cool, great. Uh, so I flew up to Los Angeles the day before, hung out with some friends, and then the night before the first taping, um, I went over. I had one of my friends to uh, check the 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 Universal Studios because it was that's where the show was taping at the time. 
uh, to see whether or not um, if anybody was in line. And he's and he called me back at around like ten thirty in the evening, saying, "Yeah, there's about three people in line." I said, "Well, gotta go." So uh, <laughs> I borrowed a blanket from the hotel, brought along some snacks, my iPod and stuff, and I went over because this is two thousand nine. That's yes, why you brought exactly. an iPod. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I brought I brought my Sony Discman. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was able. To, uh, I did. I, I left my Zoom at home, but anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> I bet you so, had a Zoom at some point. No, didn't I you? did not. Oh, you like technology. I thought that. It, well, yeah, I guess because I love technology. Didn't, I didn't the Zoom, Zoom work in just... the? I thought the Zoom was before the iPod. That's why. Um, no, it was, no, it was, it was after. To, yeah, that's. It's like a joke in one of the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. Is he gets the yes. Zoom after having a cassette his whole life, and he's like, "There's like." 400 songs on here. <laughs> anyway, so you go wait in the line. So I go wait in line. I'm like about the eighth person in line, let's say. I keep forgetting the number. Um, the following morning, uh, by that time, the uh, the line had extended well beyond me, obviously. And um, the uh, the audience coordinator, Lisa Blairt, I, I think her, I think she changed the name after each other, Mary. But anyway, uh, stepped out. Aaron Blairt's sister. Aaron Blairt's sister, exactly. So people who know Conan know who yeah, Aaron is. That's absolutely. why I throw it in there. Um, so uh, she said, okay, we're going to be handing out standby tickets. So anybody who um, is waiting for a standby ticket can grab one, head out of the line, you know, shower, shave, whatever, take a nap, head back into the uh, standby line once, once everybody who has a reservation gets in. Now I already had a reservation, so I stayed in line. But out of the seven people that were waiting for uh, that were waiting in line, all seven of them were waiting for standby tickets. So they grabbed them and left. That made me the first person in line and later the first seated audience member for the premiere aired episode of the Tonight Show with Conan O'Brien. So there you go. Here, you know, wow. Did um, you jinx that show by being the, <laughs> you know because it was only on for nine months? I certainly hope not. Um, I. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, I, I, <laughs> no, I, I don't. Just, I, don't really yeah. I think, <laughs> think that the TV landscape was changing at, at that yeah, point. Yeah, I, th I think Leno jinxed it. But uh, it was, you know. <laughs> There's a lot of different ways to look at that. I I, I would blame the network more than more than any yeah, actual person. Absolutely, you know? sure. But I would say that. So you've gone to his TBS show as well. And yes. I believe you'll be doing that while you're here. You're yeah. Tomorrow. I'll, uh, I think on Thursday. Okay. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. Right, so tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah. Exactly. Uh, oh, that's now, right. Today's this Wednesday. Right. <laughs> it doesn't matter because whatever day hey, is posted, it'll be a different day. That's time change. Et cetera, et cetera. Uh, <laughs> so have you been to see the half-hour format in studio before? No. Because um, you've seen – because the, the TBS show was an hour and now it's only correct. half an hour, yeah. Yeah, I've been to a few tapings where it was in the – where the studio was in its original uh, configuration with, like, all the orange stuff and the huge, like, uh, robotic moon and all that there. Right. And I did go to his – last full hour episode that was before like the final one it was like the, the penultimate episode because the last one basically had just had one guest I think it was Dion Cole or something like that but this was like the last regular episode that he did uh, in that hour format in October of last year um, so you know the band was there and everything and, and I saw like the more recent configuration before it went to the current one right now of the of the studio so um, yes yeah, so I'm this will be the first time I will see the show in its half hour format with this all new look to the studio and stuff so we'll see how that goes are you and your girlfriend going to be first and second in line are you making her do that like, uh, let's go stand out in the sun in no. Burbank <laughs> at the Warner Brothers lot let's just say that I I know a couple people inside of the inside of the show that will uh, facilitate my uh, my 
entry into is the show. Is it segment producer Frank Smiley? Uh, no, no, it isn't. You don't know him? <laughs> I don't think I do, no. Oh, right. I, 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 because I interned there uh, 22 oh, really? years ago. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you knew that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah because I interned there 22 years ago. I, I There's people who still work there that I could name, but it would be funny to like one other person. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Frank Smiley I thought was a funny name. Uh, Lindsay, have you been to a lot of TV tapings? Um, I actually, I've been to some, uh, mostly smaller shows because mm. I've gone as a paid audience member. Oh yeah. We used to do that for Dennis Miller's, uh, CNBC show. I oh think, yeah. I think you'd get $20 in a voucher for lunch or something. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, that, was that on top of your pay? No, 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 no. For audience members. Oh, we get paid. Yeah. no, we get paid. <laughs> we usually get paid about 60 to 70 bucks for the Five hour TV. Well, we would have probably would have gotten better audience members. You know, I worked for. <laughs> well, I wor- they're also allowed to tell you what to wear and stuff. I worked for a, a judge show in New York before mm-hmm. I moved out here. Uh, not a well known one. Uh, mm-hmm. It was, it was called Curtis Court, and <laughs> they shared the studio and audience with Inside Edition, and we had to be done right at noon, so we started taping. I think at seven a.m. Yeah, and that's there was an audience. Yeah, and it was paid, and. It was homeless people and drug addicts and just the there was, you know, who wants to go sit in a judge show you've never heard of right. at seven in the morning? Yeah. And they would you know, they would go and like, you know, try and get people who are lined up outside the Today Show. You know, things are like, well, you like television. Do you want to come see a terrible show? <laughs> <laughs> and that's when I learned how those judge shows are all such a scam for like if you so if you have a, a like a complaint in small claims court. Mm-hmm. You definitely want to go on one of those shows because if, uh, it, it, well, if I'm being sued by Lindsay because I shit on her table at La Superica Taqueria, <laughs> uh, and and I think that might be a small claim, and we take it on the show, and the judge finds in Lindsay's favor, I don't pay her. The TV show pays. Ah, so that's why they do small claims. That's weird. Well, the Judge ones, Judy does that too. Does she? The they one, all do it, as far as I know. The judge shows I did. They, they took real cases. Yes, they're real cases. But they just pay actors to act them out. Those are the ones I worked on. Well, I don't know if. Uh, well, maybe Curtis Court needed to do that mm. to get people to bring their shows onto it. Maybe. But uh, yeah, whole, there aren't a lot of actors in New York City, though. So I don't know if that's going to. Well, work. you know, <laughs> just theater actors. I don't think that those count. You know? <laughs> Uh, would you like to see my reel? It's five episodes of Law and Order from the course of like twenty years. You know? It's like here I am with Sam Waterston, and oh, there I am with Diane Neal. Would you like to see me in the background behind Marishka? <laughs> Say more Law and Order cast members. But uh, Farad, in addition to being a fan of Dennis Miller, Conan O'Brien, I know that you're. It seems to me you're a fan, maybe even a student of broadcasting. I think I you are be, excited. Yeah. About just television. I, I'll see that you'll go to Chicago-based, you know, WGN shows. I've seen you, you know, I saw you like, I don't know, some, like your car died and you had yes. like a whole ordeal <laughs> trying to go see some show. And I was oh, just no. like, boy, I hope it was worth it. Uh, it was. I mean, it was the last episode of this show called Man of the People. Right. Um, it, was, uh, it was hosted by this uh, local, um, I think, sportscaster. Or like, he's on the WGN Morning News. His name is Pat Tomatsulo. And uh, he's also a stand-up Ooh, comedian. That's a, that's a mouthful. Pat yeah. Tomatsulo? Top, t- Pat Tomatsulo. Sulu. <laughs> that's right. I just always go to the uh, Star Trek card. That's oh, me. That's my. Oh. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> but um, yeah. So, but no. The uh, the last episode 
was the one where my car died. And so um, I, I, I thought I was going to get there about 20 minutes early. I ended up getting there about 30 minutes late in order to get Yikes. to like the early um, uh, tickets to get in. But I was still able to get a front row seat. And I was partially interviewed by Pat in the audience because he was going to intro some sort of uh, – like um, compilation piece of all the uh, interviews he did on the street, but it got cut by the, by the time yikes. it aired, um, which is fine. I think they just did that for time because he ran a little bit long doing a uh, final uh, segment, you know, uh, thanking everybody and stuff. So that's understandable. Yeah. But um, but no, I do like to go to these different sorts of TV tapings. I've been to uh, I've been to one for Sullivan and Son on TBS. That one lasts about five Are hours. You, you're, um, yeah. Oh, Sitcom Have you ever been yeah. to Sitcom taping? No, that sounds Lindsay? fun. I love it. It is fun, but it, it, so it can be. Yeah. Depends on the show. Uh, I went to my my mom wanted to see it. I have to give that's the reason. We I went to a taping of Two and a Half Men, <laughs> and okay. it was like a fairly well oiled machine, except for the fact that Heather Locklear was a guest on that episode. Okay, and you'd think that she'd never been on camera before in her life because she didn't know any of her lines. Ooh. They had to keep stopping, taking it again. And look, when you do a, a sitcom and everything goes right. You're like, let's try this joke at the end of the scene. Let's, you know, they do a, you know, the writers are all there and they do it. So from that aspect of it, it's interesting. But if you have a guest star that has some name recognition who doesn't know her line and you can't just fire and right. replace with a different actor, <laughs> uh, it's kind of interminable. And I've heard that about uh, sitcom tapings. It would be fun. Do you like any sitcoms, Lindsay? Like ones with a studio audience? There aren't as many as there used to be. Right. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm totally into that. And I think what pleases my favor is I'm really fascinated by the lighting, the setting, sure. the way they're moving shit around. Like exactly. I'm I'm sitting there just taking notes like I'm going to do it someday, which I'm not. But it, like my brain just loves <laughs> it. You don't know. <clears throat> so I think that when, that would when make... We do, when we do the black cast sitcom, maybe I'll put you you yeah. in charge of lighting. Okay, I can't wait. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. I think that would make it easier for me to watch. But I also, so I had done uh, the judge stuff, and I also did these really terrible rap bottle shows. Called Sorry. Dr- oh, rap battle. Rap battle. Oh, they just said rap bottle, and I'm rap like, I don't quite understand what that is. Battle rap battle shows. And um, don't worry, Farad and I are going to do a rap battle at the end of this no. episode. Well, yeah. you could tell that they had written out. <laughs> that was Farad who did that. The, that was so <laughs> not unbelievable. Me. Farad's the one who can get away with doing that. I cannot. Anyway, no. Uh, um, so uh, the those rap got a little boring shows. though. Because yeah. the stars they would have come out, they couldn't memorize the fucking four-line raps. Really? Wow. It was really bad. So I could see how that would get annoying. I mean, I remember Beastie Boys lyrics from 1986. I like, know. how hard can it be? Maybe that's the difference. Is but that but some of so these people ago. are people who were supposedly rappers. And I'm like, oh, Ooh, this is really bad. <laughs> was Takashi 6 9 there? <laughs> no. no. Uh, you know what the worst it. was, though, is the, the crowd was actually being bad on that one. They wouldn't oh, shut that. the F up. Like, to oh, the point where the talent was like... All right, so if you guys don't quiet down, we'll just replace you. Oh, burn. (laughs) Wow. I like the sound of that. I would say the most interesting show that I've ever seen filmed, uh, well, part of it is not being filmed because it's going out live. And it was one of the best perks of one being an intern to being an NBC page is watching Saturday Night Live. Yeah. And Farad, I think you've actually never seen SNL, right? Wait, what's a page? (laughs) Oh, we'll talk about that in a second. You've never seen uh, Saturday Night Live live? No. Like, you've never seen it in studio? I've never seen it in yeah, studio. Because no. by the time I knew you, I couldn't get tickets anymore. Because yeah. I would love to get you tickets. I'd love to get both of you tickets. I'd love to get everybody in the audience tickets. It's actually really hard now. But when I was a page at NBC, which I'll talk about in a moment, um, we had access to the tickets. And yes, there were times where I just pulled a couple off the top of the stack and gave them to people that I knew. But anyway. <laughs> uh, so, But that's fascinating because it's, it's a long studio. Have you taken the Have you taken the NBC tour in New York ever? Yes. 
that fits into part of what my job description was. Yes. So yeah, it, it's a it's like a sitcom set. It's a really long studio. There's the main stage where the host does the monologue, where the band plays, the house band that's called home base. Mm-hmm. To the well, to the right, but to the camera left of that is where the the guest musical act plays. And then in front of those stages and then all around the studio, they'll put up the different sets for the sketches. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's crazy because they've like two minutes during the commercial. You just, it's so well organized because it's a live show. They like fold up a set, put another set up, you know, and then they're ready to go by the time they come back from commercial. Mm-hmm. So it, it was always fascinating to watch. And then the best part of it, uh, I told this story recently on the Black House, but there were, uh, let's see, 30, 36 seats down on the floor in these little swivel chairs. Right. Which is the best place to sit at SNL. Because you just turn, you can look at something. You're, no seat are you going to be able to see all the sketches being filmed live. Sometimes you're going to just have to look at the monitors overhead. But you're just sitting there in the front, and you know sometimes they'll take questions from the audience, so you'll end up on camera because the person next to you, I'm sorry to ruin the illusion, is a writer on the show and is a plant what? to ask it. I know, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You mean uh, all those sides of Norm McDonald was in the audience and asked yeah, yeah, I've got a question for you there. What a, what a, how did I get fired from this show? <laughs> so now the show is so bad. Anyway, uh, but yeah, and so it, it's, it, to me, just that was cool to see because I was a big fan of the show. The first TV show I ever saw live was Late Night with Conan O'Brien. Nice. And after he had Letterman on, I was like, oh, that was a fun show. Because I, I watched the premiere and then didn't watch it again until Letterman was on. Mm-hmm. Kind of like most of America. Yeah. Uh, that's when I checked it out again. I'm like, oh, this is fun. And so I went to go see it and it was, you know, look, this is the early days. This is like, this is 1994 and Conan hadn't even been, he'd been on maybe six months at that point. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, I'd like to come to the show. When do you want to come? I'm like, I don't know. When can I come? No, when do you want to come? It's like, tomorrow <laughs> they're like you could i'm like okay how about like yeah i was like let me plan it out so i went and nancy kerrigan was a guest but mm-hmm. here's the uh, the reason i'm telling that story uh doing stand-up comedy on that show was a up-and-coming comedian who was really starting to do well for himself but hadn't really caught on just yet a young man by the name of Ray Romano did uh, <laughs> comedy on that show. And by the way, uh, Nancy Kerrigan was the lead guest uh, because that was 1994. Yeah, of course. So, uh, Lindsay, you asked what was an NBC page. Did you ever see the show 30 Rock? It's okay if the answer is no. I think the answer is no. There's a character <laughs> named Kenneth, and he was an NBC page. You wear a really ugly polyester Wait, jacket. Wait, is that the one with, um, with the, oh God, with lemon... Liz Lemon. Lemon, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I've seen yeah. some of it. So the, there's like a guy in like a bad suit with a peacock tie. He's that, a blonde. Yes, yes. He's like, yeah, like that's gay Jack Prayer. Guy, right? I, I don't know what his orientation <laughs> is. Oh. I mean, that's how I he comes no off. Idea. I'm sorry if I've offended anybody. This is 2019. Everybody right. is 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 uh, gender neutral, gender fluid, mm. gender whatever they would like to be. That man who has slightly feminine. Oh my God, is that worse? So much mail. Should I make a cut? No, I, no, no. Uh, <laughs> we, we've cut like one thing out of the black cast ever. I'm at Lindsay K. Floyd on Instagram. You yeah. can tell me how terrible I am and, and spare Christian. No, 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 no. It's fine. Oh, by uh, the way, you can tell me my laugh sucks. That's another one I'll take. There's only a couple people who do that. There's really just one guy. Well, whoever they are, they're very religious about it. Oh, yeah. They, oh, they, they don't want to miss They make sure I, I wake up being reminded. Oh. Yeah. Well, they tweet at Lindsay K-K-A-Y, Floyd. So, 
yes, uh, Jack McBrayer's character, Kenneth, was an NBC page. And I think the program's a little different than it used to be, but you'd be there for a year and your primary job is to give tours. Mm -hmm. And then you can get assignments on shows where you're going to spend 10 weeks and you'll work at like the front desk or the desk right outside the studio for Studio 6A where they used to do Late Night with Conan O'Brien. I did it for Studio 8G where they did the Rosie O'Donnell show. I did a couple weeks on SNL because the pages who were there got real jobs and couldn't do it anymore. So because I had interned, I got to be there. And then when the new season started, it was SNL's 25th anniversary. Mm. And I was the only person in the building with any experience at that desk. So I got to do that 25th anniversary show. Nice. Uh, and I've told this story before, but uh, a lot of people were calling dibs on, there was a lot of like red carpet arrivals, limos and stuff. People were like, I want to escort up. Jerry Seinfeld, I want to escort up this person. And Farad, you know me for a while now. Who do you think I asked for? Who do you think I asked to be able to walk up? I would would imagine you asked for Dennis Miller. I did indeed ask for Dennis Miller, and I talked to him. And uh, I think I've told him this, but I didn't tell him for a long time. Uh, I didn't tell him that, like, I asked for him. I just thought, oh, yeah, I walked you up because I was like, whatever is the job. But And he's just like, I haven't been here in a long time. I'm like, oh, really? Why is that? It's the kind of place my wife doesn't like me to hang out. (laughs) Why? I have so many questions right now. Yeah, me too. But it's you know it's a very different sort of sort of place. I just thought it was a really funny. I think it was mostly a joke. It was a funny thing to say. Yeah, wait, I wait, did. So you were a big Dennis Miller fan before you started working with him on the radio show. Have we talked before? <laughs> Not about this. Yes, I still have the cassette for Dennis Miller's Off White album. Nice. So you're like a fanboy. Not anymore. A fanboy. No, I mean now to, that I know him, I can't co-star. stand him. No, yeah. I... <laughs> Look, I I would see him on. So when I was in middle school, he was on. He was a. We can't throw that word around anymore. Uh, Just a joke. Just a joke. It's it's fine. Straight man love tale. I didn't bring my bell. What was I thinking? So yeah, and he he did the news on SNL when I first started watching the show regularly. Mm -hmm. And this is something when I legitimately I'll I'll talk to people. You know whether they be interns on shows I've worked on and by the way just for the record uh, my wife is the only intern on a show that I worked on that I ever married okay she's the only one <laughs> I didn't marry any other interns use of power yeah well she had a better job than I did but I, I got paid on the CNBC show I was a PA she was an intern anyway uh, sometimes I'll say like legitimately it's like you know look when you look at what you want to do when you get into an industry like this business we call show, mm-hmm. just make sure that what you want to do can be evolving. So I was like, oh, I want to be, I want to do the news on Saturday Night Live. Well, I'm not uh, particularly You're almost there. talented <laughs> or photogenic or uh, resembling a human. So that was never going to happen. But then I was like, oh, I'd like to write. Wouldn't it be better if I wrote so that I wasn't on camera? And then I ended up writing jokes for Dennis Miller in 2004. And that was about six months after I moved to L.A. And I'm like, oh, wait, this is exactly what I moved to L.A. for. So this is great. And, yeah, getting to work with him has been amazing. But I I was a fan. I mean, his uh, his HBO show was – I mean, it was the Daily Show before the Daily Show in that it won the Emmy every year. The, uh, the John Stewart Daily Show, not the guy who's on now. You know, the good Daily Show. The one that people actually watched. So I have no, I have no idea what Trevor Noah's ratings are. It's just They're just jokes. But 
I would, uh, yeah, so, I mean, that show was big. And I was in college, so my, my mom would tape it for me. And I would come oh, home nice. and I'd be like, oh, I have six episodes of Dennis Miller Live to watch. Beautiful. So, yeah, I mean, I always thought that he was really funny. And, uh, you know, he was, uh, he was, yeah, so just the opportunity to work for him. I'm like, oh, my God, this is great. And now he's the only person who will hire me. <laughs> so I'm glad I've maintained this, uh, this option. No, because, you know, anybody else who will hire me will ask for, you know, me to work for like $400 a week. Okay. So what? That's what they wanted. So that's why I'm not working for someone else. And that would have been in addition to Dennis. That's not uh, instead of, right. you know, I love working for Dennis. Uh, I love working with Lindsay and I love having Farad in show. Thank you so much. In, in on the show and the black house. And of course, of course, also the Dennis Miller option. Um, I didn't do a good job explaining what NBC Page was. <laughs> we said they give tours and then they get yeah. assigned to shows to sit out front and basically mm -hmm. delegate people coming to the studio. Right, but then right. you also seat audience members. So, like, you'll work mm -hmm. on the show. Like, you could look at, like, your schedule would be, uh, you know, like, oh, you do Rosie O'Donnell in the morning and Late Night with Conan O'Brien in the uh, the evening. The taping time, I think, was 5.30. So you'd, you'd have it, that's kind of like a full day, and you'd do tours in the middle. You'd mm. get a break for lunch, you'd do some tours in the middle, and then you'd uh, go and do that. The dream assignment, not assignment, just the dream schedule would be getting to work SNL on Saturday night because you always got overtime and they always gave you a, a car voucher to take home, like a car service. Nice. And I would always save those car vouchers and use them to go uh, to my parents' house instead of back to Hoboken because I'm like, I'll just take the bus. Like, I don't care that it's two in the morning. Who gives a shit? So, uh, yeah, there was a tremendous abuse of power in those car vouchers for NBC. Oh, I know someone who got in trouble for it, actually. Oh. So, uh, but... It's uh, it was great. I mean, I was twenty three. It was like the, almost the entire year I was twenty three. It's like it's great. It's it, I always said it was like it's like TV summer camp, mm -hmm. um, but it's more like you're the camp counselors because there's a lot of drinking and fucking. Mm -hmm. So, you know, but it's <laughs> but during the day it's like TV summer camp. But then it's like these are the your friends that are on the same schedule as you. And, you know, it's like you have the same shitty low salary. So you go out, everybody gets drunk. You know, look, things happen. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, where I realized that I wasn't going to be a, a career drinker was <laughs> I remember I went out like 13 out of 14 nights and I was like, I, I just can't drink. And I was 23 and I was like, I can't, I can't drink that much. Wow. Lindsay, does that disappoint you that I feel like I can't drink 13 out of 14 nights? Do you no, think I should be no. able to drink more than that? I can't drink as much as I used to be able to either. Well, now that, you're, now that you're in your 30s. Yeah. yeah. Old, I'm old. Yeah. So, what can I say? Yeah, I know. Farad's upset yeah. that he's yeah. sitting I'm, in the studio. I'm on the cusp of 40, but God dang it. I'm 43. <laughs> God bless you for only being uh, you know, on the cusp. Well, I'm sorry. What was that? Oh, no, no. I would all take an old-fashioned thing. Oh, yeah, an old-fashioned. I mean, you know, that's funny because when my wife worked on Mad Men, she just started to feel like those were the drinks she should order. Yeah, when you should they would go always out. order. That's well, no, the but only that's, drink but that, someone She likes order. an old-fashioned. I think she would get a Moscow Mule that's not like time period appropriate but just the old fashioned <laughs> and I'm like I can't drink that well Moscow Mule isn't even whiskey it's tequila no no isn't it no it's Moscow because it's vodka mm. oh it's yeah vodka. so uh so it's the Irish um, mule that's the whiskey a Mexican mule. mule would I guess be uh well someone with uh, 20 balloons full of, of heroin in their what? ass. Oh, <laughs> yeah, we're going the same job. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oops, Christian. Oops. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, I don't know. So we talked about uh, broadcasting. We talked yes. about the TV industry. 
Fraud, what do you like to watch now on TV? And, what's and what it? do you like to drink while you watch it? Well, he's not a drinker. Yeah, right? I'm not a drinker, I read about that. Yeah, um, there's a few things you don't like either. Uh, Fine. He, what do you like to smoke when you do it? Jeez, <laughs> he's got the hookah. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's this, there's this, uh, this illustration from. Maybe the the first edition of Alice in Wonderland when she's like looking up at the the caterpillar and he's mm-hmm. got this big hookah. hookah. I, I imagine Fraud just like, yep, just just like the up caterpillar. Yeah, he's just up on his leaf. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's it. So, what do you like to watch? And do you enjoy some refreshment while you're watching television? Since you can't watch Man of the People anymore. Yeah. Did you cut your finger, <laughs> Lindsay? Are you bleeding? No. Oh, I thought I thought that's, that's why you were getting oh, it. Oh, I was worried. I thought you were oh, sorry. Nails. I thought you were. These are my you're, wedding nails. I know, because Lindsay got married. No. Oh, congratulations. No. No. She went to a wedding. I went to a wedding and I didn't find a and, single single man. Oh. But you weren't looking, were you? Well, I'm you always too looking. Much fun. Oh, oh, all right. I mean, well, yeah, I was having a great time. I always had an old fashioned in my hand. Yeah. And uh, the whole drive uh, to and from Santa Barbara is like, oh, that wedding was so much fun. I wish I was there. I'm like, I'm right. Here. I'm sorry. I have guac on my leg. I know. You had guac drawing on your pants, and I was talking about a wedding in I'm my high school crush. I'm taking a shit on this guy's table. <laughs> I'm out of control. What kind of a name is Cody? Just Dana, Carvey's Dana, Dana Carvey's impression of Reach. So what do you like to watch on TV? Um... I've been watching a lot less television than I thought I would. I mean, but I have been watching a lot more streamed stuff. Um, Like, I recently saw The Boys on Amazon Prime. I heard that that was good. It was good, I feel like that's up my alley because that's super powered and, you know, nerd stuff, you know. Yeah, Yeah, It's it's, it's no, okay, but somebody likes Jessica Jones, don't they? Oh, I love her so much. Right? Yeah, so, you know, you you got a little nerd. She might yeah. cool. Yeah. Plus, uh, plus, it's a bit of a Star Trek uh, 2009 reunion because you got uh, you got Carl Urban and you also got uh, Simon Pegg in the show. I, d- I like both of them. Yeah. Uh, I thought they were great in those J.J. Abrams Star Trek movies that yeah. they seem to not be making anymore for, I guess, the simple reason that uh, Chris Pine wanted to get paid a lot of money for a character that never really made a lot of money for him. <laughs> good for him. You know, he, he was also, I believe he was Jack Ryan in one movie before he got replaced by Jim from The Office. Yeah, pretty much. So, <laughs> yeah. But sure, Chris, you're a movie star. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, most of what I watch is streaming. And honestly, my wife and I, we realized that like we would barely turn on the TV. And if we did, it was to show the kids, mm-hmm. you know, something that they probably Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood or something like that. And it's like, well, that's, streaming there that's on apps whatever yeah and it's like most of the shows we were excited about so i was like i you know and also spending a lot of money on cable that we weren't watching so we actually we did cut the cord and uh uh but God, anybody who cuts the cord, don't don't think that it's it's smooth sailing. Like, oh yeah, I'll just buy one of those uh, one of those antennas and be able to watch everything. You can mm. watch, but it drops out a lot. You gotta. Yeah, it's almost like you need to watch it live, and then you you pick up the uh, you pick up the antenna. Uh, they they used to do this on Married with Children because the jokes the joke was that they were you know, they were on the Fox network. Mm-hmm. But when Fox started, it wasn't on the best channels in every city. Yeah, but so they had UHF stations. Yeah, they yeah. would have to assume the Fox viewing position. And so the whole family had to hold something. They had to stand in a specific way, which I thought was, uh, was actually very funny. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so, yeah. So, you know, 
be careful if you cut the cord. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, anything else that uh, jumps out at you on 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 the TV? As yeah. uh, Letterman would say. Um, my, on the TV. Hey Paul. <laughs> hey Paul. Do you uh, like the TV? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's great. Uh, yeah, 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 dude. That's I great. love the TV. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Actually, the, the, I'll, you know, I'll talk about that later. But uh, there's a couple of shows that I really do like. Are um, well, actually. Uh, my girlfriend and I have uh, started to wa- to rewatch a lot of Star Trek and watch some Star Trek I had never really saw before. Um, I did when uh, when Star Trek: Deep Space Nine came out. I was I had to make a decision between watching D- DS Nine or Mystery Science Theater Three Thousand. That's <laughs> a, I mean that's a tough. Ch- I don't understand why you had to choose though. Well, Mystery yeah, Science Theater Three Thousand would be replayed time and time again. Also. Did you not have a VCR? I did have a VCR. That's what it was invented for. It was for watching one show and recording another. But I, I, I did not really think that you, I would wait, watch Wait, sorry, you could only watch one sci-fi show at a time? Well, no, it's just that I really, it's just that I didn't want to have a whole bunch of tapes full of T-Station on. <laughs> so, well, yeah, but um, that's why you tape Mystery Science Theater, because I still have tapes of that show. Yeah, so do I. I don't have a VCR <laughs> to play them on, but I have the tapes. <laughs> keep circulating the tapes, you by the way, as they always the tapes, said. That's right, dear, yeah. But, um, but no, I, I just, So you I, haven't seen much Deep Space Nine? No, I hadn't. Up until I saw it, like uh, you know, in like one or two episode chunks uh, uh, over the pa- over the previous year, and uh, yeah, I really got it's uh, great. I really liked that show. Uh, Voyager was garbage. I hated it so much. I hated everybody on the cast. I hated the entire crew except for Captain Janeway, uh, the lovely Kate Mulgrew, of course, yes, who of course is red from Orange Is the New Black. Yes, just to, oh. just to make you interested for a second. Sorry, I mean I didn't check out no, no. anything for the last. No, 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 no we were just talking. Yeah, we were just talking about Star Trek. Nerd stuff. Uh, but like, uh, that's like that's Stuff. Right, yeah, I yeah. thought that that show uh, was great, and uh, when Star Trek Discovery premiered, I was like, that premiere was the best Star Trek since 1993 when uh, <laughs> DS9, and uh, I saw recently that, I believe his name was Aaron Eisenberg, who played Nog on yeah. that show, he just passed away, mm-hmm. and uh, I didn't realize, I guess, uh, he, he was not not particularly old, so that's... Uh, no, he's like 50 Always sad to hear some yeah. stuff like that, but uh, I thought they're, you know, and he's the first Ferengi in Starfleet, so that's right. uh, we'll always remember him for that. But anyway... In so, fact, I remember that, and there was like a special about uh, D Space Nine, making of D Space Nine, called "What We Left Behind." Yeah, I didn't get to see that because I, I don't, I can't get out of the house at, for seven o'clock very often. I was well, like you one chose of to watch that other documentary, and you can only pick one or the other. Right, that's very funny. I watched a documentary <laughs> on Mr. Science Theater Three Thousand instead. Nice. <laughs> See, we're a team. I see. Lindsay and I, it's a team. Uh, what kind of a name is Cody? But no, actually, I think it came out of Blu-ray or something like that. But uh, one of the th- um, but yeah, I, I do remember seeing. Uh, they were in the special. They were talking about making another episode in like a, a hypothetical season eight, and it did involve yeah. Nog being in the show, and that he would actually die in the first Jeez. episode. Well, I think he died in the Mirror Universe. Oh no, Quark died in the Mirror Universe. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think Ron did too. Yeah, yeah. And they went to the Mirror Universe so often on mm-hmm. Deep Space Nine. They're like. Oh, damn it, we killed Odo like in the first time. Yeah. So like a lot of the characters were dead in the, in the Mary universe. Uh, but uh, we'll talk more about Star Trek in a minute, but I want to uh, get Lindsay's attention and keep oh, her yeah. interested. Uh, so I wanted to read some feedback me? Oh, on okay. the Black Cast. Oh. And this is from Dave Cromwell. Now I showed oh, this no. one to you, but act surprised. Uh, oh, okay. uh, Dave Cromwell said uh, this was in response to uh, Black Cast 332. Just listen to this now. Love you two on the Dennis Miller option. So I sought this out. Oh. That's some great cross promotion. Oh, nice. Great listening today. I feel I know both of you that much better. Aww. The option is my favorite new podcast. And now, by extension, the Blackcast too. Hashtag podcasts 
at Christian DMZ. Nice. Wow. So that's praise for Aww, you. I feel better now. Yeah. Thanks. Okay. I'll 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 stand to live one more day. <laughs> Yikes. Oh, geez. So back to Star Trek. Yes. <laughs> I recently went to a Fathom Events screening, a 40th anniversary screening of Star Trek the Motion Picture. And I had nice. a, I had a yeah. feeling in my head for what you know, I rewatched the movie. Uh, about two years ago for one of the shows that I do for After Buzz TV mm-hmm. about Star Trek. And seeing it on the big screen, that was the first time I'd ever seen it on the big screen. That was kind of how I like let my wife, you know, feel like it was okay. It's like, so can I, on Sunday afternoon, can I leave you with the kids while I see like a two and a half hour science fiction movie from 40 years ago? <laughs> and it's all right. She had something else she was going to go to. So that was our, it's a lot of quid pro quo. It's mm-hmm. like, you can still go out when you have kids. It's just, you usually don't go out with your spouse. Right. <laughs> you know? And I don't mean that to sound, uh, you know, it's just like you're doing things by yourself. And, you know, friends who got married and had kids before me, I'm like, oh, but they're always doing everything separately. I was like, well, yeah, because if you have to pay babysitter, especially for two kids, I, I've explained this. It's like, if you go to a movie, and you got to get a babysitter. That movie better be worth the price of admission plus another $100 to get somebody to yeah. watch a kid. And look, I love some of the movies that I've seen, but uh, most of them are not worth another $100, <laughs> including Star Trek, the motion picture. But I was so glad to see it again because I'm like, I just think it was ahead of its time. It was like, it was for, it wasn't for children, but not in the way where it's inappropriate. It was just like, oh, it was like a grown-up science fiction movie. Yeah. And that's not what people want. I think they want like Wrath of Khan, I think is a better film, but that's because I saw it in theaters when I was six and I loved it and it's great. It's more mm-hmm. action packed. Yeah. This was like very esoteric. And uh, so what are your thoughts on uh, a 40 year old Star Trek movie? Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, I'm not really uh, a detractor about the movie. I remember seeing it on television a long time ago and then I got the director's cut on DVD and I kind of fell back in love with the concept of the movie, even though the execution was still a little bit... Um, I mean, the execution of the movie was rather herky-jerky, given the fact that they were up against a very like firm time constraint and the special effects were not completely done yet and so forth. But in a director's edition, they actually upd- they, uh, they did them up, I think, for the DVD release. So, um, they were, so a lot of the things that um, Robert Wise, the director, wanted to put in yeah. was actually, actually made it into the film. And he, and he actually got to see it and actually implement it before he passed away. Way, unfortunately, but um, yeah, I really do like the the over the overall structure of the film and what and the different sorts of uh, themes they were trying to touch upon in the film, uh, and also the music is just absolutely brilliant. You know, so right? Well, just... I mean, it's the theme from Next Generation is exactly. the theme for that yeah. movie. So and it was like obviously it's like well we got to recycle that exactly. You know? Which yeah, you know, yeah. look, what could be better for the future than recycling in the twenty third <laughs> century? <laughs> So yeah, I don't know. I I enjoyed seeing it again, and now I uh, and now I've seen all thirteen Star Trek movies in the theater, nice. and I feel so good about that. <laughs> uh, more compliments on the black cast, Lindsay. Uh, Dan oh, Dupree wrote, uh, "Just listened to episode three thirty two, and it was awesome." Nice. And yes, I'm a little behind on my black cast, but I'm catching up. So uh, people love you. Wow. Well, it- now I feel like I'm just that annoying girl who needs to be reassured. But <laughs> tell me well, more. that's because you're a woman and oh. you need to constantly be reassured of your oh. value constantly. by being evaluated cool. by other Where's that by, taser at? <laughs> I, I, I made sure that you did not have it. Uh, another one up north, Eric says, Great podcast, very warm and personal. You would think oh. that we didn't hate each other wow. from listening to I that. I wonder where he lives. Uh, he lives up north. 
<laughs> you know what though? He doesn't say beyond that. I wanted to know. He's, it's an American flag up north. I was thinking, so it's not as far north as I as I thought it might be. You okay. know, I thought it was really far north. A good old Canadian. Yeah, I, I think I think that that's that's probably fair. Well, Farad, we're almost out of time, and we have something really important to talk about now. Where do you think we should go for lunch? I thought we could have had that conversation off the air, but then I think it, it's more interesting to people. Mm-hmm. Now, Farad, you you have uh, dietary preferences. Yeah. So what don't you like to eat? Mm-hmm. I know you're not a big fan of Portillo's, my favorite uh, hot dog place no, in I, Chicago. I, I, no, I really mm-hmm. do like Portillo's. We don't have one near here. Well, so, yeah. um, but no, um, uh, yeah, I'm not a big fan of cheese. So anytime there was a pizza party so, at school, I, I was just the, ball, the bill of the ball at that point. What kind of party um, would you have instead? Well, I mean, everybody else would have pizza, but I would just, you know, have a bologna sandwich that I brought from home. Um, uh, I, I, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't understand how to order, how to order like deli sandwiches when I was in high school. I remember yeah. like I had a job, uh, I was working uh, summers at the Renaissance Festival. That's right, you can be impressed. Nice. And uh, we, and we've talked about that before. Actually, Lindsay and I, I think talked yeah. about that before on the Black House. And, but like I would work during the week and, you know, the, so the guys who were my bosses were going to go and get, get food. So I was like, yeah, I'll just get a bologna sandwich. He's like, what? You can get a bologna sandwich. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's what I eat. He's like, no, 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 get like an Italian sub. I'm like, what's going to be on that? <laughs> like, is it going to be Captain Lou Albano between two slices of white bread? Is that what it's going to be? What kind of a name is Cody? I'm out of control. But uh, so I just I, and like you know I I didn't think I liked Chinese food until I was like 17, mm-hmm. and I was like let me eat it again, and just I had had bad Chinese food like once, and I don't mean like it made me sick, it just didn't taste good, right? You know, so yeah, I was uh, I, I I I was not a, a worldly person when it came to eating food i i don't think i had mexican food until i was in college because <laughs> my mom didn't like it oh but you didn't go grow up here no no right. no i didn't grow yeah. up here yeah in i mean California. mexican food was taco bell where i grew up and so oh, but my mom didn't like mexican my mom didn't like fried chicken and so the first time i had fried chicken i'm like oh okay so my mom is not the person to use <laughs> her, as her a judge yeah yeah right it's like how she didn't think monty python was funny i was like okay clearly yeah. i'm gonna have to find my own path but it, i honestly can't tell you the first time i had mexican food because i never had it and I just assumed I wouldn't like it. Uh, and I just, uh, you know, the the Oscar Mayer bologna was like all I would have too. Not like, you know, like from the deli counter. No, we didn't have that. It was oh, just the okay. big ring that was like big, thick, carved <laughs> slabs of bologna with uh, government cheese on, on white bread. That was my pizza party at school. Because, yeah, if you want to have the pizza party, you probably had to bring, like, you know, three, four dollars. I'm like, oh, sir, I am not walking into school with three dollars in my pocket. (laughs) All right. So, so no pizza. No pizza. All right. Um, uh, There goes that plan. I'm not a big fan of pork eater. So, uh, you know, with the name Muhammad, you'd almost expect that I, you know. Yeah. But, um, no, uh, I just don't dig on swine. Yeah, exactly. Obvious, um, obvious movie quote to drop there. I just thought it was fun. <laughs> yeah. You ever see Pulp Fiction? Really? That's from that movie? Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Yeah, because... Yeah, uh, because you, essentially, yeah. My, my girlfriend's a vegetarian, so that makes me a vegetarian. <laughs> Big Kahuna Burger. That's a tasty, tasty burger. burger. <laughs> but I'd love to go to Big Kahuna Burger right now, except... It's not real. Oh, dang it. I know. There's a couple things about Pulp Fiction that are lies. Uh, that there is no Big Kahuna Burger when you move to Los Angeles mm. or when you visit. Also, in Europe, they do not call the Quarter Pounder Royale with cheese. 
Really? They call it a quarter pounder. The whole point, the whole conversation in the movie that they don't call it a quarter pounder because of the metric system is not true. Oh, gee. It's, it's a quarter pounder. I, I went to France. I'm like, what? And by the way, I ate at McDonald's in France because I saw what it cost to eat, like, you know, French food at French restaurants. Mm, I'm like, yeah, yeah. so I'll have McDonald's for dinner and, like, you know, a, a, a stale baguette the rest of the day. And, uh, boy, I don't know what we can eat. Lindsay, what are some good ideas? What's, where, where should we try and take uh, Farad? So, no cheese. Our excellent pizza place is not worth uh, worth visiting. There is, there are some chicken places. There is a uh, <laughs> a little local joint called Chick Fil A. Perhaps <laughs> you've heard of it. <laughs> what else is there? Um, there is what's Jenga? That's uh, I that's think my like nickname Caribbean for my wife, but I don't think I don't understand what that has to do with anything. <laughs> Her last name, her maiden name was Jang. I just oh, wanted to make sure that nobody thinks that that's like something dirty that I call her Jenga. This is the way that I stack her, and knock her over. Whoa, whoa. And I didn't bring the bell. What is wrong? Wow. I know. Every single time about the broadcast, right the bell now. isn't here. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't usually bring it to this show, but, but yeah. when you were in the studio in North Hollywood, I definitely should have brought it that time. There's a uh, Kay and Dave's Mexican. Okay, which I never had until I was in college. Uh, um, there is Public House. Uh, public House. Uh, there's also, let's see, there's also... Uh, Rush Street. Uh, there's also... Lots of bars. Yeah, a lot of bars. Uh, Versailles, if you like Cuban food. Let's okay. see. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't think I've ever tried Cuban food. Oh, it's well, great. It's, it's great. You should get the garlic pork. No, just kidding. Mm. The garlic chicken is also good. <laughs> Actually, the garlic chicken I prefer. All right. Well, we haven't come to a consensus, but you yeah. know what we have come to? The end, end. of the black cast now. And uh, don't worry, Lindsay. You just send me the file. I'm not going to be like, so when you're done editing the podcast that you get paid for, can That's you send cute. me the black cast? No, I would, never, I would never ask you that. I, just, Although, I disgraced you with my presence for an hour. Yeah, this was a this was a non-union appearance, by the way. Yeah. This is non-union. So you did not, you're not, first of all, you're not going to get your SAG card from this. Oh, you're not going to be an, an AFTRA because oh, of that. But you're nominated. also not getting paid. Wow. So, but you'll get to go to lunch if you want to come with Farad and I. Would that oh, be fun? Yeah. yeah. Do it. At some place we don't know where we're going to eat your tab? Yet. Uh, no, uh, oh, Farad's got the company card. Got you. <laughs> yeah. All right, Farad. He's got the corporate card. I see card. you. Uh, well, Farad, if people want to keep in touch with you, uh, yes. where can they find you? Uh, they can find me on Twitter at Fard Muhammad, F-A-R-D. Yeah. My name is spelled that way, but it's pronounced Farad. Uh, it's also the same on Instagram and Friendster and, well, not LiveJournal. That's something else. But um, live <laughs> that's Do you right, still have LiveJournal? Yeah, I still have my LiveJournal. Wow. <laughs> I, I think can't I believe like you that, have that, Live Journal. Well, I became a permanent member right before I, right before I joined Facebook. Thinking that Facebook thing, that's not going to go anywhere. But um, yeah, so I still have my I still have my Live Journal up there, and I update it like once a year, and only like five people can see it anyway. So, uh, <laughs> uh, but no, it's so, uh, basically if you just search my name. Well, you know, if you search my name on Google, you get a whole bunch of Nation of Islam stuff. But anyway, yes, uh, right. <laughs> eventually you, you might get recruited me, yeah. to be a sleeper cell or something. Oh, that's yeah, all right. Yeah, no, you know, that's in, a, in your own neighborhood. No, that's all okay. Uh, um, but yeah, uh, Farad Muhammad on Twitter and Instagram. That's pretty much the best. And your feature film, Jesus Bro, still available? Uh, yeah, Jesus Bro is still available. I'm also in a couple other movies through Stone Gremlin Productions, and they're all available on the Trauma Now website. Wait, Trauma like Toxic Avenger? Yeah, Trauma like Toxic Avenger. Yeah. So, I um, you know Toxic? <laughs> I no, I you did. Did Toxie, you do a movie but, with Toxie? No, no, oh, I did not. But I did do a movie that does have Lloyd Kaufman in it. Yes. Um, uh, if there was a celebrity that I could meet that I haven't met yet, it's the Toxic Avenger. But, uh, <laughs> one day. 
But no, I'm I'm in uh, I'm in disco. Actually, I don't think disco is on uh, Truman now. But uh, Jesus Bro is on Truman now, and another movie called Another Cinema Snob Movie, where I play a radio show host. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For Muhammad. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so um, yeah, I'm at the very beginning of the of Another Cinema Snob Movie, and that's also available through Stone Gremlins Productions website. You can get the DVD with like extra footage and stuff. Um, so yeah, those are like the uh, three major ones there. Well, also joining us on this installment of the Blackcast is someone who is described on Twitter as mm. I find Lindsay's laugh delightfully contagious. Aww. Oh, and three podcasts would be amazing. That's more work for us. So yeah. let's not pass that along to Dennis. I mean, I'm working on a paid <laughs> version of that for myself. So. Names Rawl TKN. That's a, that's a weird Twitter name. But uh, yeah. Lindsay, if people would like to keep in touch with you, mm-hmm. where, where would they find you? You can keep in touch with me on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook, though Instagram I use mostly, at Lindsay K. Floyd. That's Lindsay with an E, K spelled out K-A-Y, and Floyd like Pink Floyd. Or Floyd the Barber. Nice. Or Floyd the Barber. I prefer Pink Floyd. <laughs> do you know who Floyd the Barber is? Uh, it's okay if you don't. No. Farad, do you want to tell her who Floyd the Barber is? Sure. Floyd the Barber was the uh, barber in Mayberry in the Andy Griffith show, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. I believe you're right. Yeah. So he wasn't murderous. Um, Not yet. No. (laughs) But um, oh yeah, you can also find me on Facebook. Oh, at uh, Facebook. All right. Well, you know, I didn't think we were getting three plugs then. Well, there you go. Here, you know. And (laughs) if 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 you want to find me, and why wouldn't you? You, yikes! (laughs) You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Christian DMZ, and you can of course follow. Blackcast, B-L-A-D-T-C-A-S-T. There you go. The Blackcast on Facebook. Yeah, give us the thumbs up. Come on. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you want more of this? More Lindsay Floyd? When are people, people going to get you back? I don't know. I don't know. I, I only see you twice a week and text you daily. You, we were basically, you were trapped here and I was going to record with Farad. There was kind of, you could have been like, yeah, I'm going to go to my desk and do work. And I had a moment. I was like, mm, I could probably I leave these guys here. Wow. But then we would miss you. I exactly. would miss you more. Yeah. Oh, that's very sweet. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we'll get her back. And, you know, you still haven't chosen what? Black Cast T-shirt, Black Cast mug. I think I want a mug. Well, now you've been on twice, so I have to give you both. Yay! <laughs> All right. Farad, did you ever get a Black Cast mug? I don't think I did. No. Whoops. Didn't bring one today. Either. I'm going <laughs> to cut that shirt into a crop tank. Oh, and, and wear it to the beach? Rep. Oh, yeah. You gonna, are you going to wear it to the gym? Um, no, I don't go to the gym. Oh, good for you. But I'll wear it to the beach. <laughs> I would love to not go to the gym. I'm going to stop right now. I just right run now. and swim and do things outside, like, yeah, I don't you know, do any natural human beings. Outside? I don't know what that yeah, is. Yeah, thank right. you. Well, fraud lives in Chicago. Grant, yeah. There's a lot of the year that you can't know what outside is. Pretty You're much. missing yeah. out. I slept on the beach yesterday for an hour. Yeah, but not in Chicago. It felt amazing. <laughs> yeah, no, you It's probably raining in, in, in 46 in Chicago. <laughs> in the fall. I know, it's officially fall now, fall, but it, uh, yeah, it, it yeah. doesn't feel that way. No. Yeah, like three leaves are falling off the trees in Los Angeles right now. That's a big deal, man. <laughs> I think that's all the time we have now. We will see you all again soon. That'll be next time on The Blackout. The end of the show song. The part that's never on TV. I'm just wasting the studio audience's time now. Everyone wants to leave and go grab a drink, but they can't because I'm singing a song that goes on and on. Zoom it out.